Here's a message from Ken LaVica. Jeanette, 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 Jeanette. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, look at me. Looking? I'm over it. I got your attention. Still in the banner, it's at the open. <laughs> On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Nothing to see here, but look at me. I'm going to post on Instagram. Ah, it doesn't mean anything. But you looked at me. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is so predictable. So, so predictable. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Look at my mustache. Look at my goatee. Look at my hair. Look at my girlfriend. Look at my post. There's nothing to see here. Stop being mean to me. I mean, that is the perfect synopsis of Aaron Rodgers. Ken Levick alive Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3. Because it's Wednesday, our Dominican radio queen is Jeanette Javier. And she hangs out with us until 2 o'clock. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. He runs this entire thing. We're in the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sparkling and gorgeous Intracoastal. I sat here yesterday, Jeanette, and Stone, Stone can can attest to it. I just wanted to know if Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. I understand Evan's frustration. You just heard him, his first of his double dose at 11.55. I understand the frustration. I just want to know a couple things. Aaron Rodgers, is he still with Shailene Woodley? Kind of seems like it, but he never outright said it. Are they broken up? Are they together? Nobody's answered that yet for me. And I wanted Aaron Rodgers to tell Pat McAfee if he was going to retire. And instead... We got a whole lot of, of, of this yesterday. Now, this was predictable because Aaron Rodgers loves to throw stuff out there, right? And he loves to entice you, and he loves to pull mm-hmm. you in, and mm-hmm. then he loves to pull stuff like this from Pat McAfee yesterday's Sirius XM. Yeah, let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning in just for a specific uh, maybe news or decision. There will be no news today. No vision on, on my future. Uh, as I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day punch of karma. Uh, look that up. Uh, I know Ooh, you did after we talked. Punch of karma. But it's a cleanse that you know originated in India. It's been going on for thousands of years, and it's something I've done in the off season. So I'm just getting my head above above the sand now and uh, seeing what's going on out there. But um, but no decision about my future today. See, that's the essence of Aaron Rodgers. Throw all this stuff out there. He knows it's going to get attention, right? He knows mm-hmm. that people are going to want to talk about it. And then he pulls the rug out from under you and then makes you feel dumb. Makes you makes you feel like you're the dumb one. He is the most look-at-me athlete, I think, going right now. Like If we were going to put together a sports all-look-at-me team, this spans every sport. This spans sports media, because God knows sports media. There are plenty of those people as well. Yup. Woo! Yup. And all uh, a sports all-look-at-me team, Aaron Rodgers is my captain. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, he's not only the captain of the Packers, he's the captain of the sports all-look-at-me team. I mean, this guy 
It never ends with him. Nope. I'm immunized. Oh, but I'm not. But oh, stop treating me badly because I lied and put people in danger. But don't worry. I checked with Dr. Joe Rogan, so everything was fine. Ah, why are you mad at me for checking with someone who's not a doctor? Ah, why are you so mean to me? Oh, you want to know my future? Ah, no, I'll put out cryptic posts, but I'm not answering that. It's my life. He's the worst. It's even to the point where he purposely wears different types of shirts when he's doing interviews to kind of make a statement on top of what he's doing. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And, and, And Stone, Theo was mad about this yesterday. The whole read a book. Oh, yeah. Oh, shut up, Aaron. At the, at the end of his eight-paragraph-long Instagram yeah. post, he yeah. said, read a book. Yeah, you know what? I just did read a book, Aaron. It was your <laughs> nine-chapter Instagram post, okay? <laughs> I, I, how smarmy can you be? Pencha, That's the ultimate. Right, like, pencha karma cleanse and read a book. Mm. That's what you say after you've run out of excuses of blaming other people. Yeah. Like, you know what, Ken? Just read a freaking yeah, book, please, yeah, okay? Yeah. Read a book. Like, this guy... This guy is just the most look at me, and we should have known, we should have known when he started to develop the, the, the taste for Hollywood actresses, <laughs> dating Olivia Munn, moving on to the ultimate female athlete in Danica Patrick, and then it's Shailene Woodley. Like, that's a look at me thing, too. You develop a taste in woman. Once you get to the Hollywood Hills... You can't go back after that. <laughs> now, my question is, did Shalane Woodley leave him while he was doing this 12-day cleanse? No, I think they're, I think they're back together. Because I think the that only quickly? reason he's doing that cleanse is because she has influenced him. She's the one who eats clay. She's the one who suns her nether regions for some reason. She's been open about that. She's the one who's of the earth. She's the reason that he, instead of getting the COVID vaccine, decided going to Canada and... Uh, putting pine needles uh, <laughs> into his, his eyeballs and in his armpits and, <laughs> and, and mud baths. He thought that was immunization because of her. Because of her. So I don't think they have, they've left one another. I think she has led him to whatever he is now, the ultimate football hippie. But this is a level of extra. Oh, that so you, extra. That you would, like... Don't forget, he grew his hair out and got the Fu Manchu and did all that stuff because he said it was for a Halloween costume. Yes. And then he was John Wick. And then he never cut his hair. And he never cut off the goatee. I haven't heard the John Wick, but that's accurate. He, that, that's what he was. That's what he was. That's he was John was. Wick for her Halloween. Oh, that's I do why, remember that. That's why he grew out yeah. all of his hair. That's what he said. That's why he said he was, oh, don't worry. It's just, a, it's just for Halloween. And then afterwards, no, it didn't go away. You knew it because... He just wants people to ask about it. And you remember, at least I know for sure, when I was on with the Evan Cohen show, we were like speculating, oh, what is Aaron Rodgers mm. going to be? What is he going to be? Mm. has to be something really cool out of the ordinary. Mm. Aaron Rodgers again, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, right. over a Halloween costume. Right, right. And then, and then Alex Trebek dies, and it's, I want Jeopardy. I want to be a game show host. I love game shows. Let me, let me do this. Let me do this. I want to, like, he just, I appreciate him for putting himself out there, but also... The guy's doing all this because he wants attention. God, does he love attention. It's like if I, if I get a brand new pair of shoes, like back in the day, elementary school, you get a pair of Nikes or a new pair of, in my day, Airwalks, right? You get them treated up with that spray so they, when they get wet, they don't get ruined. That was the thing about Airwalks. It was the shoes, then it was the $25 spray you had to put on them so it didn't get wet and ruined. Water just falls right yeah, off. Exactly. <laughs> I want people to notice that. 
Yes. I want people to notice that. Wait, so you were spritzing your shoes in front of people? No, no, no. This was at home. Oh, okay. I this was, was at home. That would be... But this is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is doing this as an adult. Like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh, why are you looking at me? Oh, but please look at me. Like, this is, this is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the captain of my sports all-look-at-me team. If we were going to put together a sports all-look-at-me team, forget the Pro Bowl, forget all pros, forget the NBA All-Star teams... If you're putting together a sports all-look-at-me team and Aaron Rodgers is the captain, who's joining him? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Someone you can't stop seeing. Someone you can't stop hearing from. Someone who lives on social media in the sports realm. Doesn't have to be an athlete, but they have to be in the sports realm. If Aaron Rodgers is the captain of the sports all-look-at-me team, who is joining him? El Capitan for my team is LeBron James. LeBron James you know, joins the all-sports look-at-me team. You know where he's at. You know who he wants <laughs> on the court. <laughs> all the time. And off the court. Yeah, And then and then when he gets who he wants on the court, then he makes he a says, show. Yeah, yeah, and then he says, ah, no, you know what? We should trade this guy. Sorry, Russ. I wanted you, but I... You're to blame now. Uh, hey, Rob Palenka, I'm gonna sub. I'm gonna sub comment you uh, during All Star Weekend because you didn't trade the guy I wanted in initially. He is always talking, always complaining, always. He's a little diva for me. So the captain, the co-captain, the of co-captain, the team, I will say, is LeBron James. I like that. LeBron James joins Aaron Rodgers on the Sports All Look at Me team, and I mean this goes in with. What I think the last two days, Theo's point was, Theo Dorsey, who joins us Mondays and Tuesdays, LeBron tried to make the Cleveland All-Star game all about him. Yes. Like, from Cleveland, I'm one of your All-Stars, too. And I am leading one of the teams here uh-huh. in Cleveland. I am back home. And it was, hey, um, whoever drafts Bronny, they get me, because I want my last season to be with my son, which ensures that Bronny is going to be a first-round pick. And ensures that the next three off seasons are going to be all about who's going to have the cap space for LeBron. Where's he going to go? Uh huh. The speculation. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. Don't forget the Instagram post on Monday after he hit the game-winning shot. Cleveland, that was for you. Hey, LeBron, would you ever come back to Cleveland? Door's not closed on that. That was all weekend from LeBron James. I mean, uh, it, it was it, praising Sam Presti. A non-Lakers general manager praising Sam Presti, Oklahoma City GM. For having a real eye for talent. Yeah, he's tampering <laughs> with general managers. Jeanette, that's a good one. Thank Le- you. LeBron is right up there. So, so far, we have uh, we have our captain, Aaron Rodgers. Our co-captain is LeBron James. The sports all look at me, team. I mean, I feel like we can populate this we, we can really, we might have two uh, like starters and backups with mm-hmm. this if it's an NBA All-Star team. Hell, if it was an <laughs> NFL team, we could have a two deep because, boy, there are plenty of you people. The sports all look at me teams. Who are you putting on it? We've already got Aaron Rodgers and LeBron James. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. David in Jupiter is next in our draft. David, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, David? 
How you doing? I'm pretty sure you meant, you know, current players. If we were yeah. going, you know, yeah. previous, you know, I, I can't even go to Publix without seeing a Shack burger. But <laughs> we're not talking about previous players. Uh, I would say we have to put Kyrie Irving on that list right now. With yep. he's constantly in the news. He's constantly talking about. Who knows? I mean, do we Nonsense. even know what he's talking about? No, but, but here's the thing about Kyrie, David, is that Kyrie speaks and he thinks he's saying profound things. He's sort of like Aaron Rodgers where he has the smartest guy in the room syndrome. Yep. Where he reads something and then he puppets it and then he thinks that it's profound when in reality people are like, what the hell is this dude talking about? You're yeah, totally I think it's right. actually... El- it's elevated to the point where there's a few sports players who have elevated themselves intellectually above all of us mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. where now we need to expand uh-huh. what we believe and go to them for beyond entertainment. That's because true. Because they've risen to that level. And we, we don't want to be sheep, do we, David? We don't, we don't want to be the sheeple. And so we need to listen to Kyrie, who, again, at one point in his life thought that you could sail a ship off of the edge of the earth. Yep. That's where we've gotten with this, and appreciate the call. Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving are on our Sports All Look At Me team. Stone, you're up. Draft somebody. All right, coming in at the forward spot at number four, (laughs) I'm going with Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. I mean, what sticks out to me is this dude, after Dallas Cowboys games, does a press conference, like like a (laughs) post-game interview. Like, like he's any, the owner. Like anybody cares about what he has to say. I mean, of course we do, but man, he's always just sticking his nose in things, and he puts his hands on everything that the team does and what the coaches do. It just, I just can't take him. He is the most visible owner. But think about that town. The other most visible owner in sports, Mark Cuban. Yeah, right down the block. Right down the block. But Jerry, for some reason, is just more eye rolly. Mm-hmm. Right, like oh, Mark Cuban's sure. sort of twitchy and weird sometimes, and he has his own TV show. But Jerry Jones, uh, he's got the weekly radio show, yes. and uh, yeah, he's Jer- always in obnoxious places. Like remember that draft where he was his yacht, and it looked like yeah. a James yeah. Bond yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones is a good one. Who else are we put on this sports all look at me list? Uh, maybe former players. We can uh, no because Shaq counts. Shaq absolutely counts. Oh, yeah, he does. Because he's part of the sports realm. That's the thing. It's not current, just current players. We're talking the sports realm. Sports media, which he qualifies as now, is very, very, very open to being on this team. The All Sports Look at Me team, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Mark is in West Palm. What's up, Mark? Hey, this is a pretty good topic. So, I mean, I know you have a job to do, um, just like, you know, the NFL Network and ESPN, but kind of the ultimate irony is, you know, us having this conversation and it being the lead subject <laughs> of your show today perpetuates the thing. So if we quit talking about it, you know, maybe we all wouldn't be looking at them. But anyways, well, I'm gonna, Mark, I'd that was like the most add- meta thing that's ever been, that's ever been said on this show. <laughs> that was the most meta thing you could have you could have brought up. Like the fact that we are talking about it, and I am talking about it, and this is my radio show puts me in the discussion to be on this all sports look at me list. <laughs> and here I am listening and calling in. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. I mean, you just made it more meta, Mark. Good God, man! All right, who do you who do you have? 
Now, so I also like to say that definitely LeBron and Aaron Rodgers. When I think of uh, athletes that I just absolutely cannot stand, it goes hand in hand with this. Okay. Okay. So here's my addition. It would be none other than Antonio Brown. A B. I'm mm-hmm. surprised we haven't heard his name yet, to be honest. And we'll get to social media in a second. But uh, Mark A B is all over our social media replies with this question as well. Yeah, that anybody who takes his shirt off and does jumping jacks and leaves the team in the middle of a game after they gave him all the opportunities in the world and then releases a rap single right after that? Can we we take it back a little further? Sure. (laughs) Who in their right mind does a a Facebook Live video in Mike Tomlin's locker room? I know. About the and the, I need the right helmet. I mean, please. Yeah. This guy is an utter, an utter idiot. Yeah. Helicopter to training camp. Yeah. Uh, that is well said. AB very much entrenched on that list. I feel like Jeanette Antonio Brown is a starter. He was on the this second. Sports, uh, all look at me team. He was the second on my look at me team. Who else do you have? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open at KLV1063. Who is on the sports all look at me team? Right now, we have Aaron Rodgers, who's the captain. LeBron James is the co-captain. You can bet that that's going to drive LeBron crazy, though. Because he doesn't want to be the co-captain. No, he needs the light needs to be on him. He's the king. Yes. King James. King. Self-appointed. Exactly. King. Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Jerry Jones, Antonio Brown, and perhaps, perhaps everybody involved on this show. Because, again, we're talk- look at me. We're talking about the sports. Look at me. Maybe we're to blame here. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063. Uh, who's part of the sports all-look-at-me team? I just feel like with Aaron Rodgers, it, th- this is what tops it off for me. Like, LeBron never does, rarely does the, well, whatever, you can think what you want to think, like, he knows that he's putting stuff out there. Mm-hmm. He knows that he's putting content out that people are going to react to or opinions that people are going to react to. And he doesn't care. No. He really doesn't care. Aaron Rodgers does things knowing it's going to be talked about and then acts like a victim. And my favorite, one of my kind of things I look forward to is always the backhanded comments that they put on social media, kind of like Aaron Rodgers' nine-paragraph uh-huh. essay. And then LeBron James, after he's talked to the media, after he's done his press conferences, he always goes back to Twitter, mm-hmm. and Twitter tw- Twitter fingers yeah. go off. Yeah. And then you just kind of, he just keeps, they keep adding the element. They're and like, it's the jabs when he joins Pat McAfee mm-hmm. and like that. But it, when, you, when you do all this, and you're putting yourself out there as much as he is, and then you act like the victim, you have the victim complex, that's the most annoying look that you can find and that you're going to have. And that's what drives me crazy about Aaron Rodgers because I like Aaron Rodgers, the player. Mm -hmm. I've always defended him, how he played the quarterback position, over your boy Tommy Brady because I appreciate him. But Jesus, the, the, oh, I lied. This is what happened. Uh, you know, I, 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 I lied and I didn't say anything and then you caught me, but here's what I thought I was doing. And this is, Oh, you're being mean to me. I talked with Dr. Joe Rogan. Everything was fine. No, why are you mad at me for that? Why would you be mean to me about that? Bro, you bring this on yourself, man. And then 
Hashtag Monday gratitude. Nine chapters of Instagram post. I don't know what you thought it was about. I just have gratitude. Okay, dude. You got do, it. You do not write a paragraph on social media. Right. Any any petty person understands well, you don't do that without a meaning. What that was yesterday was the equivalent of me when I was in high school finding the sad pop punk song lyric and putting it as my instant messenger that, away message. That's really good. So that people noticed it and then I would come back from school and log on at AOL Instant Messenger and I'd get a Hey, you okay? You okay? Are you okay? Because I'm fishing for sympathy. That or fishing for attention. Attention. In Aaron Rodgers' case, those live in the same neighborhood. They're neighbors. They're neighbors. People do that all the time anyway. And it's the most annoying thing. Like, prayers we even know. Yeah. Like on Facebook, gonna need some prayers, but they don't say why. And the comments. Some prayers. And I always read the comments. It's like, for what? And they're like, oh, I can't discuss this. I can't say, yeah. I can't discuss this. It's too personal. And what's the point? Why are you telling me this? Gonna need some prayers. Prayer hand emoji, prayer hand emoji, prayer hand emoji. But why? Why am I praying? Oh, I don't know. Then how am I supposed to know how to pray for? They're fishing for that one girl to to comment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you okay? Oh, my heart's broken. Oh, can you come over? Oh, it we works. Know, we're on to you. I yeah, know. but it works. But I don't understand how it works anymore. It does. Past a certain age, it shouldn't work anymore, and it still does. Kelly's in Palm Beach Gardens. Kelly, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Kelly. What's going on over there? Hey, we're just, I'm venting about my old high school, my, my old high school approach that I now find annoying. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. But uh, <laughs> that's a good point, though, when people do that on Facebook. But um, we've got an owner. We've got a captain. We have the players. I'd like to pop a coach on there, and it's my former coach, Dan Mullen, who just made me absolutely disgusted with his press conference talking about elbowing people and pickup basketball games, and that's how competitive uh-huh. he is. Uh-huh. And, you know, like fighting opposing down players. Press conferences because yeah. people are asking him normal questions. Uh huh. Yeah. Doesn't want to talk about recruiting when it's perfectly appropriate to face recruiting questions. Yes, you're right. Very well done, Kelly. Kelly, that's perfect. Dan Mullen, also part of the All Jackass team. And we eight eight seven six zero three seven seven six. We needed a coach too. Now we got one. Who's we? Dan Mullen, our team. Our oh, look oh, at me team. oh, you're right. You're right. Dan Mullen is the coach. Oh boy, we have yeah, an we owner. Have, yes, a coach and a manager boy. and a starting five. Who's our manager? <laughs> yeah, Isn't yep. Jerry Jones who do it all? Yeah, no. Jer- <laughs> did Jer- Jerry Jones hire Dan Mullen? Yeah, there we go. We've got an owner. We've got a coach. Good job by Kelly. He's going to lead the troops. Uh, I suppose if I am on this list, I'll just call the games. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Adams in Palm Beach Gardens. Adam, you're on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Adam? I got the ultimate six man. He's a little past his prime now, but Dennis Rodman would be a good one. Oh, man. He, he also yes. gets the Lifetime Achievement Award. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer for this, <laughs> no doubt about it. He, he is already in the Hall of Fame, 91, hanging from the rafters with the wedding dress. Yes. And, and here's the thing. Look at me. Look at me as a necessarily a, a negative thing. Just because someone is constantly in your line of sight doesn't mean it's a negative thing. Aaron Rodgers doing it and then acting like a victim is a negative thing. Dan Mullen doing it and then acting like a jackhole uh, every time he's called out on something, that's negative. But Dennis Rodman? He clearly knew what he was doing throughout his entire career. It was just his personality. Yeah. He was like, this is me. This is who I'm going to be. And you're going to deal with it. Point. Yeah. Period. Hey, I'm going to go date Madonna. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Vegas during the NBA playoffs. Invite Carmen Electra. Uh-huh. I'm going to wear a wedding dress. 
Look at me. I'm going to go to North Korea. Now, I'm not condoning that for anybody who is a little bit sensitive to those things, but he did it. People definitely looked at him for that. He's a peacekeeper. <laughs> well, he, 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 I don't know how much peace he's kept. He tried. Team, we needed a peacekeeper. Uh, there he goes. Rodman. Eve is in Boynton Beach. What's up, Eve? Hey, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I remember we spoke about ketchup on steaks one day. <laughs> uh, yeah, how can I forget? What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Trust me. You and Eve are two peas on pot here, okay? Okay, cool. That's that's another story. But um, you know what? I got I got some people for you guys. Okay, I don't okay. know if you want how much time we got, but give me like I'm three going. Um, all right. So so my reporter for this team is going to be Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Mm. Um, we needed one. We got Stephen A. Reporting. We got. Um, oh man, I almost forgot a couple of these people. But um, so we got. I, I think that's all I remember right, all right. now. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that's good. It's a hey. It's a I'm good. Going Stephen A. is reporting on this team. Oh, also, you know what I want to say? Yep. You know what? We're gonna. Can we swap LeBron for Michael Jordan, please? Uh, in Miami, here in South Florida, I think we have a special disdain for LeBron. So I don't want to. I don't want to uh, put that out there. You know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. But I'm gonna put Michael Jordan there. Um, and all the people who are stuck on uh, 90s era basketball, just stop, right? And then that's it. Thank e- you so e- much. How are you taking shots at me on my own show? Unbelievable, because I'm that guy. I'm you that are. guy. Ah! MJ can do no wrong. Put him on the bench. How dare you? MJ doesn't belong in the bench. MJ's in the front <laughs> office. I don't want him drafting my team. But he's in the front office. Should he be in the front office, though? No, no, no. Exactly. No, so he's on no. the bench. No, no, no. He can be a special <laughs> advisor. Michael will be a special a, advisor. A consultant. Morale. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, lest we have him drafting Kwame Brown to our team. Uh, Skyler is in Texas. Skyler, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yes, uh, I'm coming in with a hot take here. <laughs> You're, you're, you're going after my boy, uh, Rogers. I got to come with a little sense here. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. All the, the lack yeah. of clarity oh, surrounding the retirement, everything yeah. he says with that, he knows it's going to get reactions. And then you look at him congratulating Big Ben on his retirement. Yeah. He throws in the TB12 little shout-out uh, to himself. Uh, Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl. He reflects on last year, bring in the water. The he money, gets, Skyler. It's all coming back to Tom. And then you got Giselle. You're talking about Aaron Dayton celebrities. Yeah. Look at Tom's wife. Absolutely. Come on now. I now, am so now, sorry he's the GOAT now, and Tom, deserves all of this. What Tom did, though, Jeanette and Skyler, is he went Hollywood first with Angie Harmon, and then he said, eh-eh, I'm going international supermodel. So, yeah, that is ultimate look at me right there. Absolutely. Gosh. Skyler, you are right on with that. Boy, we, this is a robust roster. Right now, I don't agree with the last one. You should put an asterisk next to him. So sorry. Asterisk. I'm so sorry that he was just really good at the sport, and then he's the goat. Now, anybody who posts on Facebook as much as he does, too, like he's definitely looking at me. He posts like a 65 year old aunt on Facebook. <laughs> he can like, do whatever. Oh, well, this Sunday we went to the farmers market. Yes. No one cares. Jerry Jones is the owner of the old sports look at me team. Uh, we have special advisor Michael Jordan. Uh, Dan <laughs> Mullen is the head coach of this team. Uh, then you have Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron is the captain. Tom Brady is on this team. Asterisk says Jeanette. Uh, we've got Stephen A. Smith. He's the beat reporter for this team. And then <laughs> me, I'm the play-by-play voice for this team. But Stephen A. always needs somebody to argue with for amazing content, right? You know what? Why don't we propose that? You know what? I mean, we know who it is. Skip. Yep. yep. Call him in. Rack him in. 
Skip Bayless he definitely. is unquestionably on the all-look-at-me team. Hey, Skip, post another Twitter photo. We know you're jacked, dude. We know you have cool sneakers, dude. We know you hate LeBron, dude. We get it. You're a Cowboys fan, dude. Yeah, he's on it. His, his MJ Forever videos with the, the sneakers, I love them. I love him. Of course, Stone just eats up Skip Bayless. No, I don't. There's, there is absolutely nothing surprising about this at all. Stone would be a little Skip Bayless. I can just see Stone boy. scrolling through Skip Bayless's Twitter timeline. Ooh, heart. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, 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 favorite, favorite, favorite. I became a diehard fan when he told his wife that, hey, no matter where this relationship goes, this was before they were married. That he's like, I'm gonna put my job before you. I'm letting you know that now. That was their first date. Like, to let your wife know that, I mean, that's just I amazing. I respect that. It but was From awesome. a female perspective, at least you set the expectation that, hey, the job comes first. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but not sorry. You mm-hmm. come second. If you ain't okay with that, then it's just not going to work out. Deuce. I did not see this turning into a defend Skip Bayless opening segment <laughs> of Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, Ken LeVick Alive <laughs> is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Look at them. No, I'm serious uh, because they are your path to the sports industry. How do you look at them? fau.edu slash MBA Sport. What are you looking for? Summer semester courses. You can take those remotely. Fall semesters? Yeah, remotely as well, but also I on campus in Boca Raton. The professors are in the sports industry. They are there. They are working in it. They are passing along firsthand knowledge. That's the most important part of all of this. That's how you learn. That's how you keep up to date. We're not, we're not teaching things from a decade ago. What about now in terms of facilities and front offices and NFTs and cryptocurrency and all the modern aspects of the sports industry? This is how you get into it. You want to take luck out of the equation, and you want to put skill into that equation. That's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Jerry Jones, Antonio Brown, Michael Jordan, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Tom Brady, all on our sports all look at me team. Who else? Who else we taking? 888-760-3776. 3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. When we return, we continue to take your calls and it's hashtag Wednesday Gratitude. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken Lavica. <laughs> are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And the head man, Dr. Jim Reardon, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. He's weighing in. Stone, you're going to appreciate this because Stone was texting me about this last night. James Breeding. Who is that? That's the official that tossed Dan Hurley last mm, night. Well UConn done. head coach in that game against Villanova. Uh, and uh, James Breeding has a little bit of a reputation as a hothead, as someone who has uh, no ability to uh, be able to, to take criticism. And that was bad last night. Dan Hurley early in that game. There was a, a call that didn't go his way on one end. He slapped the scores table. Fine, I'll, I'll take the technical foul in sure. that aspect. But moments later, he looked at the crowd and just sort of gave a, hey, get loud, let's go. Trying to get everybody in. To the 60,000 people there yeah. at the top row, the yeah. place was packed. And what does James Breeding do? 
Second technical, done. Get out. That is an official making it all about himself. Mm-hmm. James Breeding is absolutely on this sports all look at me list. In the biggest game in UConn basketball since probably 2014, you yeah. throw the head coach yeah. out when they're surging, when they're playing well, like just totally unnecessary. I mean, it, it's it, you don't even have to watch college basketball to understand what I'm explaining to you is completely irrational. There was no reason for it whatsoever. Uh, and I'm someone who Saturday called a game at FAU, a college basketball game at FAU, where an entire officiating crew was, I mean, they were collective, look at me. They called 49 combined fouls in a 40-minute college basketball Oof. game. It was dreadful for both teams. That's the ultimate, hey, we're going to take this thing over. Mm-hmm. You have, if, you're, if you're a college basketball official, a college football official, how dare you, how dare you, for people paying money, break up a game like that. For sure. I mean, that is, that's almost offensive. Penalties should be called when there is an unfair advantage being given to a team or if there's a risk of injury because someone is, is uh, breaking the rules. When you're calling a, a, a guy put his hand on an elbow 40 feet from the basket and you're doing that over and over and over again, that's not officiating. That's just you trying to insert yourself into the outcome. That sucks. Yeah, and that's have, exactly what happened last night. You have an agenda or yeah, something. there's an agenda. Absolutely. That makes you think that there's an agenda. Uh, Mark Sheffield tweets, A-Rod is on this team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has to be. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Not only his baseball career, but him allegedly J-Lo. cheating on J-Lo. Yeah. Shark Tank. Is it really alleged, though? It's not alleged at all. I mean, I suppose it is by definition. I say allegedly very sarcastically. And I feel like I have to, but I definitely think he cheated on Jennifer Lopez. She's trying to protect herself from the A-Rod army. Uh, Chris Campbell, would T.O. and Ocho Cinco be retired members of that team? Yes. They would be up there with Dennis Rodman Mm -hmm. in the rafters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We would... We would uh, have days commemorating them at mm-hmm. halftime, halftime ceremony. Now, the problem but. is Ocho would want to be on our team. Yes. So would T.O. So would T.O. But Ocho Cinco, absolutely. Ocho Cinco understands. He knows where he, uh, what his, his motives are and were. It's why he changed his name to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's, <laughs> that's, that is case in point right there. Uh, 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 Eric Lausen tweets, J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. I love it. J.J. Watt is definitely look at me. Oh, my. Look at my wooden cabin where I'm living in the offseason, and here's me chopping wood. How about just the Watt family? Yeah, the Watt family as a whole. I mean, the Gronkowski family, if we're talking families, they go into that as well, right? Yeah, but they're nice. We like them. They're what, funny. But the Watts are fine. What's wrong with the What's wrong with the Corny. With the well, they're corny. It doesn't mean they're bad. What did TJ do that you went off on earlier in the season? It was totally related to look at me. Oh, I can't remember. He did something. I'm very old. I can't remember these things. It wasn't long ago. Yeah, it was not that long ago, which is (laughs) even more damning about me and my memory and how old I am. Uh, J.R. Radcliffe says Rob Manfred. Yeah, the commissioner of baseball. Mm. We're going to make rule changes here, and we're going to make rule changes here, and we're going to change this rule, and we're going to alter this, and we're going to cut down the minor leagues to this number. Rob, Rob, this thing worked for a hundred and something years, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're the one who's overseeing a really serious work stoppage situation now. You're the most unpopular commissioner we've had. And you replaced a guy who oversaw the steroid era 
and people are praying for Bud Selig to come back. Mm-hmm. Like, Rob, this ain't good for you, man. This ain't good for you. We'll continue to take your tweets and your calls on the all-sports look-at-me team, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Another thing that Aaron Rodgers said yesterday, and we, we know his pancha karma cleanse, his pancha karma cleanse, he went through 12 days of this, but it led him to the nine-chapter Instagram post because he was so affected by it. He was so cleansed that he felt he needed to unleash a steady stream of gratitude to a number of people in his life. Here's Aaron Rodgers talking about that on the Pat McAfee Show. There's nothing cryptic about gratitude. You know, I just came out of a a 12-day cleanse where you're eating a specific diet and you're going through these treatments every day and you're not really doing anything else. You've got to kind of turn everything else off and, and so, you know, you're not working out, you're not straining or anything. It's kind of a recentering. Um, and, and it not only heals you physically, but I think it takes away mental stress. And, and then the spiritual part, I think it allows you to kind of enjoy the meditations a little bit more. So when I come out, my first thought is just intense gratitude for the people in my life. Sure, sure, absolutely. So I bet you're wondering, what is Panchakarma? What is the Panchakarma cleanse? Did you, had you ever heard of it before, Jeanette? Negative. No. Stone, had you ever heard of it? Never, and I can't pronounce it either. Okay. Panchakarma. Say mm. it with me. Pancha. Pancha karma. Karma. Thank pancha you. karma. Pancha karma. Pancha karma. There are a number of different uh, elements to the pancha karma cleanse. First is three days of ghee therapy. What is ghee? It's an Indian mustard. Yes. Mm-hmm. You use it for cooking. Mm-hmm. You use it for cooking. Exactly. Uh, it is 100% fat. It's a little more caloric, in fact, than the typical butter that we're used to. Um, three days of ghee therapy and you consume the ghee until you evacuate at both ends. You eat so much butter that you evacuate at both ends. And what does that mean? Well, that means, uh-huh, that, and, and, yeah. What? Exactly. So that, and then, uh-huh. Uh, and then there's the, uh, and then there's the, the one day of therapeutic vomiting. One day of therapeutic vomiting as well. The, the vom- therapeutic, I never heard of this before, but therapeutic vomiting. Doesn't that sound therapeutic? I'm so calm right now. Doesn't that sound therapeutic? You can, you can hear the gratitude coming from him. Literally coming out of mm-hmm. him. Then there's the one day, the one total day of laxative therapy. The laxative therapy. So it's not enough that you've, you've eaten this butter to a point where you're evacuated out of both ends and you have therapeutically vomited, but then you're going back to the other side and laxative therapy. Then there's the three days of herb drops in the nose. Three days of herb drops in the nose, okay? Then there's the, and this is important, many days of enemas. Not a specific number, but many <laughs> days of enemas. Oh, However many enemas you think you need, you do them. If you wake up and feel like it, then yeah. get it on. Enema away. Many days of enemas. But don't forget, you've got to do yoga and meditation throughout all of this. Can you find time between the throwing up and using the restroom and everything to do some yoga and meditation? That's what keeps you focused. That is what keeps you focused, apparently, is when you find the 10 minutes between whatever bodily function you're performing, then you have time to meditate. Nothing about this sounds calming. No. Even the yoga or the meditation. No. 
Uh, but this is where, if you could, if you could put on my Indian yoga music, please, um, Stone. Thank you. I want to have a little hashtag Wednesday gratitude. If Aaron Rodgers can have Monday gratitude, I want to do some Wednesday gratitude. Hey, Jeanette. Yes, Ken. You know what I'm grateful for about you? What? I'm grateful for you coming in and doing the movie reviews every day. I'm grateful for you and your humor and your wit. Uh, you know what? Hold on. I can feel the ghee working. The ghee, the ghee, the ghee is working. Hold on. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, the ghee, the ghee is working on the other end. Hold on. Hold on. Jeanette, you know what else I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for... Oh, hold on. I'm thankful for you putting up with me. And I'm thankful for you being open-minded to this radio show. You know what? More than anything... <laughs> I'm grateful for you. <laughs> and what you bring to this radio show and this radio station. <laughs> Jeanette, thank you. I can literally feel and see the gratefulness yeah. inside and outside of that's, you. That's the great thing about Panchakarma cleanses. So I hope you feel as clean as I do now. And that is hashtag Wednesday gratitude. You know what? Aaron Rodgers was right. 12 days of that. Whew. Mm. And I feel so much gratitude. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Lavica, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Does everybody feel the gratitude in this room? It's all over. Now that things have <laughs> they've 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 spread a bit. The gratitude is spreading everywhere, spiritually, everywhere. Uh-huh. physically. Emotionally, uh-huh. I can feel it. Yeah, oh, I can wow. smell it. Ken Levick alive here on a Wednesday on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, poor her. She's she's here in her typical Wednesday spot. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Love them. Uh, so something happened to me, wildly annoying, and it, it's actually pretty common. Uh, and it's not, it's not a major issue. Like there are bigger problems on this planet than what I went through this morning, but I realized that there might not be anything that annoys me more than when you go to the gas station and you grab the pump, you put it in the car and the latch doesn't work Mm. and you've got to sit there like a dope Yes, and hold it for however long you're putting gas in your tank. It, to me, is the most annoying, inconsequential life inconvenience that I can think of. Is that. I hate that. Especially the moment when you figure it out, where you press yeah, the latch yeah. like 50 <laughs> times, and you're like, oh no, please let uh-huh. there be a latch. Right, right. no, Jeanette's right. You, you, you do it the first time and it doesn't latch. You're like, all right, again. Nope. Third time. Nope. Like you're pre- after the first one, like it's pretty set in stone. That thing's not working. But you do it three or four times just in case. Mm-hmm. Just in case it didn't catch. 
And then when you realize that you're not going to be able to, God forbid, take your hands off of the gas pump, it's so demoralizing and it's so irritating Mm -hmm. and it's so annoying. I can't stand that. But it doesn't, it's silly to complain about, but it's one of those things where it's such a, such a minor inconvenience, but it's such an annoying inconvenience. Another thing for me is in this office, when you go to make something out of the Keurig machine and the person who used it last hasn't put water in it and it's completely empty. Yes. That I can't stand. There, there should be a law against that, like, like a Keurig law. If you see that there's no water in the Keurig after you're done making a cup of coffee, go put some water in it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not hard. And that's also being courteous too, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So we've got the gas pump that doesn't latch. We've got the Keurig machine that's empty and wasn't refilled by the person who used it last. What is your insignificant life annoyance? What is your most inconsequential life annoyance? Because mine is the gas pump. It's got to be the gas pump. Mine is people, but in the sense when you let somebody walk through, when you make the conscious decision to let somebody walk in front of your car, yeah. but they lollygag in front of the car without any reason. In Spanish, my mom would always yell at the people, camina con gana, which means walk with a purpose. <laughs> uh, so especially when you're like in Publix, when you have that cross yeah. section, yeah. people just walk around like there's not this car that could possibly run you over or significantly hurt you. Yeah. Just waiting. Yeah, like why are we sauntering? Yes. Across the street, there's traffic. With a purpose. Yeah, absolutely. With a purpose. What is it in Spanish again? Camina con ganas. Camina con ganas. Camina. Camina. Con. Con. Ganas. Ganas. Yes. Camina con ganas. Yes. Walk with a purpose. Yes. Stone, what annoys you that's like totally, like I can't believe we're complaining about it, but it drives you insane. I mean, I don't, I have a lot of pet peeves driving, but I, I think taking the turn really slow. It would just be one that really irks me. Like when someone's turning to put the blinker on, but... The, how slow they're turning piles up 12 cars behind them. So what Stone is telling us is that he wants you to be reckless. Yeah, on yeah the no doubt about he, it. He wants things to be demolition derby. Yeah. You got to get in that gas station. <laughs> I got places to be. Now, if you would have said someone who, if they're making a right-hand turn, especially in a parking lot, brings it out wide to make that right-hand turn instead of just like a regular oh human being gosh. making a right-hand turn, like that that would be an insignificant Life annoying. Especially when they're trying to park. Yeah. People who need the whole right. area to park. Right. Like, just, you, no, you don't need that much You space. don't need to swing your car out to make a right-hand turn in a parking lot. You can, if you don't think you're going to make it, do a little bit of a backup and go in, but you don't need to swing your car out into the other lane. Speaking of this, two days ago, I pulled into the parking garage. and the, I'm the, the Phillips Point Towers, yes. where we park on the sixth floor. Thanks, Phillips Point in the sun. <laughs> and I, I got behind this SUV. And boom, he put the brakes on. And I'm like, what's going on? He was going in reverse, right? Started backing up I, into I the told spot. You. And I had I to back you. up. So I was like, wow. I told you. Why Ken's you right. tailing people? I wasn't necessarily tailing him, but, but he was going fast. And then, er, yeah. I was like, whoa, what happened? It and then he starts coming back. And I'm like, what the? It, I had to put my car in reverse. It happens to me at my, my five-year-old's school during drop-off. Because there were some parents, and this is what really drives home, like, oh, this is great. My, my daughter's going to school, making friends. But then you realize some of your daughter's friends, her new friends, her first friends in her life, their parents are idiots. And that's a tough thing to accept. accept right. Because 
they're being raised by idiots. Uh-oh. And so how is that going to translate down the road? Are they going to be idiots too? Because I fully believe that, you know, idiots raise idiots. And so you see these people that instead of going in the car lane and just waiting and being patient, they will try to skip out on the car lane by slamming on the brakes, trying to reverse into a spot, holding up the cars that are trying to get into the car lane so they can drop their kid off who's going to walk eight miles into the building so they can then leave and go out of the parking lot and then get off to work or wherever they're going instead of just waiting the 10 minutes it's going to take to get through the car line. It is extremely rude, it's dangerous, and it's idiocy. And you, I see that a lot at my, my older daughter's school. How do you handle the realization that your daughter is making friends with the parents who... Who do that. Who it, are idiots. Yeah, it sucks. But what can you do, Right. And I can't just like tell my daughter, hey, I saw your friend's mom act like an idiot in the parking lot. So you know what? Please don't please don't talk to her. You still take her to their birthday parties yeah, and everything. Just don't 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 talk to her. Uh, don't be around her. I'm not telling a five year old that, but it may it, it, I'm not a religious person. Makes you start praying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were I'll yeah. send some thoughts and prayers right. your way. So what this means is tonight send me prayers. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna head to Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to say, need some prayers, and I'm going to put a bunch of prayer hand emojis, and people are going to ask me, what's wrong? I'm going to say, can't tell, but I'm going to accept all of these prayers, and you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to eat a bucket of ghee Mm. and evacuate my gratitude. With enemas. And don't forget, many enemas. Take as needed. Many days of enemas. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.